Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. Tell you what, when I was moving down to Missouri, one of the things that I didn't realize was just how much it rains down here. I've lived, especially in the middle of the summer, I've lived in, see, Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, Texas, uh, and I've never had lived in a place where it rained quite this much in, in the middle of the summer. So I don't know if you guys can hear the violent storm raging behind me but we'll uh we'll get through maybe be some nice sound effects uh for the episode but this episode what I want to do is I want to I want to start doing this a little bit more in in this podcast and sort of transition this a little bit more heavily into talking about marketing and, and there's a couple reasons why I want to do that one it's sort of more in my wheelhouse that's, that's sort of the thing that has been my I don't know, secret weapon, I guess you would say, in my development career is having as much experience with sales as mark and marketing as I've had and being able to leverage and use that. But also, uh, it's because I think it's really, really important right now in our industry. And I think it's something that a lot of developers are really overlooking and it's harming a lot of developers and, and really our industry as a whole because a lot of developers are so averse to this sort of thing. So, I want to start doing that a little bit more. Today's uh, episode, what I want to do is is sort of an autopsy on an email I wrote this week. So I want to take you through this email and I want to draw out the the business and marketing lessons out of it to help you to to have, you know, to to learn those and be able to apply those in whatever you do. Now, I'm I'm doing an email, but Really, these these lessons, these principles can be applied to anything that you do. Now, this particular email is was my best selling email this week, and you know, just to give you a little bit of the behind the scenes on that, I don't have, I'm not one of these big analytics guys, so I don't know a hundred percent that every uh, one of the sales that I made as a result of this email actually came directly from. Uh, this email. It's more of a correlation than an exact causation, but you know, you do this long enough, you pay attention, you, you know, when a particular say email does well versus when they don't and so forth. So this was my best performing one this week in terms of sales. And so I want to do an autopsy and, and go through it. And sometimes I'll do these, sometimes I'll do ones that are, you know, they're, they performed horribly and we'll talk about why that is. And sometimes we'll not do emails, we'll do other stuff. But for today, I want to go through this one. So I'm going to read through it and I'm going to then, then we'll talk about what's going on here and I'll, I'll talk about why I think this one worked. So the name of the email or the subject line for the email is plain PHP is completely useless. And so this is the email I'm going to just read straight from it. I saw this comment in a Facebook group I'm in. I spent more than a year on learning and excelling in core PHP. This is the comment. But as I entered in uh, job market, it's useless, completely useless. Invest your time in PHP frameworks. And yes, we can't learn frameworks without learning basics. So first off, I feel this. When I, when I started, it took over four years to learn core PHP. I know I'm an idiot, but things were a lot different back then. Anyway, by the time I learned it, all these frameworks like CodeIgniter and Laravel and applications like WordPress and Drupal and SlimPHP, all these new things had grown up around me. And I felt felt like, oh man, now I got to learn all this stuff too. It's frustrating. But here's the deal. In my opinion, the PHP path is one, core PHP, two, object-oriented programming, and three, 
a PHP framework or application. So take me for example. I obviously know core PHP and object-oriented programming PHP, and my framework or application really is WordPress. So once you have that down, once you have those three things, you're pretty much set when it comes to PHP. But the big thing to remember is you don't need to learn every framework or every application. Just pick one and specialize in it. And another thing, remember that the job market for what we do is vast, diverse, and regional. In some areas, it'll be all Laravel, and others CodeIgniter, and others yet, it'll be WordPress. If you freelance, it's core PHP and WordPress. It all just depends on what you want to do. Finally, this is why I believe it's so important to learn core PHP as quickly and as deeply as possible because when you do, learning object-oriented programming and then a framework or application is a hell of a lot easier. And I think this is where a lot of developers get stuck and where a lot of instructors miss the mark because they focus on going fast, which actually slows you down. When I was in the Army, we had a saying for all of our training, and that was slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And the idea was to speed up, you need to actually focus on slowing down, learning every detail until it's crystal clear in your head before moving on to the next. Otherwise, you end up just having to constantly go back and relearn basic ideas. And that is what makes learning to code or learning any skill take forever. In any case, that's why I teach my courses the way I do and explain the why behind everything we do and not just show you what to write. Sure, it's a bit slower at first, but in my not-so-humble opinion, you'll end up learning PHP better than most developers ever will, and you naturally pick up speed as you go. And in the end, you wind up learning the entire curriculum faster. Anyway, you can get started with my complete PHP curriculum over on Skillshare. Start with the Beginner's Guide to PHP course to learn core PHP, then my object-oriented programming uh, in PHP course, and then there's a series of project-based based courses to solidify your learning PHP forms, session-based login script, blogging application. It's all in there and you can get started with it all for nothing. Just use this link to start the no cost to the two month free trial, which is johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. If you're interested, uh, you can take all the courses cancel before the two months is up and you never pay a penny. Maybe the easiest way I know to get learning PHP knocked out. Anyway, up to you. Link again, johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. All right, so that's the email. And I want to start off and just sort of go through this in, in sort of broad strokes and talk about why this works. And I'll say right up front that I think the number one reason why this email did so well is the subject line. Plain PHP is completely useless. And there's two reasons why that is. One, it is sort of a drama-deucing Headline, anybody who's learning PHP or uses PHP, likes PHP, when you write PHP is completely useless, even though I'm saying modifying it with the, 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 the qualifier of plain, you say that sort of thing, that gets people sort of ruffles feathers right off the bat. And they're going to click through and read that just to almost to read it so then they can comment and prove you wrong, right? And then when I get into the actual email, I actually sort of refute what's in the headline. Now, there's this fine line today between, like a lot of a lot of people would call this clickbait, right? And there's a, sort of this negative uh, connotation or negative view of, of clickbait. And... Uh, my sort of opinion on this from the other side is being the producer 
is that there's a reason why you see a lot of people out there using clickbait and why clickbait uh, seems to work. And that is because people do click on it. And as a, as a publisher with so much content being produced these days, you have to get your content clicked on. You have to get it seen. And so you, you try to create headlines that are compelling that people will want to click on and read and then yet give them something of true value. To me, what makes something clickbait is when you have a title that, that, that is really engaging and really, uh, you know, people really want to click on and you can tell the writer has spent more time writing the headline and then you get into the article and it's complete trash or it's just a hundred percent the opposite or you don't learn anything at all. To me, that's what, what makes clickbait. But everybody who does what I do is in the uh, game of having to write compelling headlines. And again, I think that is the number one reason why this email did so well is because the subject line is, uh, so compelling and so naturally wants to get people, uh, into it. And then, you know, you, when you do the thing about when you do a headline like that is you have to pay it off really quickly and you have to pay it off in a way that makes sense. Otherwise people get mad. And so that is why I, uh, the first sort of paragraph in the email is I saw this comment on Facebook group I'm in. And then you go through the comment and the person in the comment is the one saying that plain PHP is completely useless. So, I've created a really engaging title that people want to click on and then I've paid it off right away in the first sort of paragraph of the email and tied the headline into what I'm trying to say in the email in a way that sort of makes sense. So it's not me now saying PHP is completely useless. It's someone else saying that and now I'm commenting on it. So if you're going to create these really sort of engaging kind of, I guess you could say clickbaity titles, you have to make sure and pay them off right away in a way that does makes the the reader go okay i get it like it doesn't completely just piss them off so that's again that i think that is why this works one of the main reasons why this worked uh so well after that after so that's the first sort of pair two paragraphs really is paying off the headline getting an attractive headline and then paying it off so that now they'll uh, want to read the rest of this. The next thing that I do is I go into a story. And if there's one thing that you can learn when it comes to your marketing that will instantly make you a better marketer. And we had, uh, just last night, we had this Amish guy that came down and he's, you know, my little brother and I are sort of helping him and really all of us here helping him sort of sell his horse training services and some of his horses and so forth. And one of the things that I kept sort of hammering him on is storytelling, just how important stories are. Stories will do 90% of the selling for you. So whenever I write an email, I try to get to the story as quick as possible. And that's what I do here after I pay off the headline. So I go into a story talking about my experience sort of relating to, if you can tell a story where you can relate to some sort of problem that someone is having, in this case, it happens to be this Facebook commenter. But if you can tell a story where you you illustrate or you demonstrate that you can relate to that, that is sort of the the magic elixir of marketing and storytelling because what it does is it it lets the people reading what whatever you're writing or if you're doing a video, whatever you're saying, it lets them know that you understand what they're going through. 
And if it's something that the person reading themselves happens to be going through at that particular moment, it will really resonate with them and it'll really sort of connect you with them. And that is how you start to build trust with people. So I go into a a story, uh, how I can relate to this, and then I jump into sort of the teaching part of it. So uh, a compelling headline, pay it off, a story, and then some light teaching or training that puts gives meat to your to 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 what you're writing. So at the end of the day, this email and every email I write is a marketing piece. However, you want to try and make your marketing valuable in and of itself. And one of the ways that you do that is you you put information into it. You put teaching into it. You don't want to do too heavy because it is a marketing piece and you want to stay focused on that. But the way you make it inherently valuable to where I mean this post got retweeted, shared, you know, I put it out on a a blog post that got shared, the Facebook message had a, you know, bunch of likes and shares and so forth. And it's a marketing piece. And the reason why that happened is because there's some teaching in it, there's some lessons in it. So I just go into some teaching here and really the teaching section, oftentimes I just usually make one sort of small point and then move on. Here I happen to have a few things that I wanted to say, so I just did it. And so I talk about what I think the the path to PHP is. You know, I talk about just picking one application and specializing it. I also talk about, you know, I think this is why learning PHP, core PHP as fast as possible is important. All of these are sort of lessons that I just wanted to communicate and that all is the teaching section. Okay. Now, again, normally I, I, I condense that. It's not as big as this, but in this case, I just wanted to talk about these things. So again, going from the story into the teaching. And then once you do the teaching, you sort of want to end with a, a, a compelling point that you're trying to make throughout this. And so I sort of, I, I, in the teaching section, because I did three different points, that became a little bit more difficult. But my ultimate point became, ended up becoming, you know, this is why you need to learn core, H, core PHP as fast as possible. And then from there, you want to transition into your sales pitch. And my transition into my sales pitch is transitioning from this is why you need to uh, learn core PHP as fast as possible. And then that's when I start saying, And I think this is where a lot of developers get stuck and instructors miss the mark because they focus on now I'm going into talking about I'm going to be talking about my courses and why my courses are different. And that when it when it comes to selling your product or services is a lot of people want to focus on these are the features. These are what makes it good. These are the benefits, all that stuff like they want to talk about how good it is. But. Again, in the world that we live in where, especially with with what I do with coding training, there's hundreds, thousands of other developers out there that teach coding, right? So if I just focus on the features and benefits, well, they're going to be pretty much the same as every other instructor out there because we teach the same programming languages. So when you're in a market that's as saturated as this is, and when as a freelancer, or, you know, even if you're just using this stuff to try and get hired at a job, you're going to be in a saturated market, our market is saturated. So the biggest thing that you can do is just tell people why you're different. And so 
that's why I allude to the army training and talk about how my courses are built and sort of tie those two things together is to simply differentiate my product from every other one that's out there. And I don't have to spend a lot of time talking about features and benefits. I have to talk about what makes my stuff unique. And if you can occupy that unique place in your prospect's mind, then that's what gets them really thinking about you. And when they look at everything else, they'll sort of always come back to, yeah, but this one guy, you know, his stuff is different because, you know, and it'll be hard for them to forget you. And they'll sort of put everything else they see in the context of what you told them. So again, it's really, really important to differentiate. And that's the biggest thing that you can do when selling your stuff. And that's ultimately what I do at the end here. And then, of course, move into some of the stuff, some of the courses you can take and all that sort of thing and the links and all that. So again, that's sort of the basic idea, compelling headline, you pay it off, a story, some teaching, and then a transition into the pitch and differentiating what makes you different from everybody else in your market. That's the basic uh, structure of this particular email. Again, I'll just go back and read it. I think the headline is mainly why this did better than all the other emails because this email was opened more than all the other emails and then because it was paid off and I think did a good job of telling a story they actually read it and people clicked through and signed up and so forth so that's sort of the autopsy of of this email I want to make one last point before I jump off here about marketing in general you know, a lot of the, I, I think this is one of the biggest thing ha- happening in our industry right now. I really do is you have a lot of people who, you know, our industry is growing. There's a lot of attention being paid to it just in general of technology. And it's, you know, a lot of the focus of what's happening in the world is going towards technology. And so you have a lot of people who are learning how to code, learning how to develop and so forth. And a lot of those people are really, really focused on technical skill and have a not only aren't necessarily as focused as they should be on marketing, but have also have kind of a strong aversion to it and and think that you have to be sort of slimy or you have to be super hypey or salesy in order to sell stuff. And so they're not learning how they're not learning market marketing. They're not learning how to market uh, themselves. And I think this is one of the biggest advantages or opportunities that's out there right now because the the truth of it is is so many people are doing this that whatever you learn whatever technical skills that you learn there are probably dozens of other developers out there who know that same stuff and dozens more who are better at it than you and that's just the reality of it right there's there's so many of us doing this now that it's becoming more and more difficult to compete on skill alone. And so to me, the place where you can compete and win and have an advantage that is real and will be there is for, for the foreseeable future is in learning how to market yourself because so many developers just aren't doing it. And because they have that aversion to it, they may never do it. And so what I really want to encourage you to do is to embrace this marketing side of things and learning how to sell yourself and learning how to market, whether it's your freelance services, whether it's just getting hired at a job and how to write your resumes and how to talk to people in interviews, because all of this stuff still applies to that. Um, or it's you're going to build some sort of app or the next Facebook or Google or whatever, and you want to persuade people to to 
use that app or you just want to persuade people of your ideas, learning how to market and persuade people, I believe, is the most important thing that you can learn how to do right now in an industry that is saturated and there's so many good developers developers out there and it's hard to compete just on skill alone. Marketing can be the way that you can do that. Now, one of the ways that I think you can learn how to do that, one of the better ways is through my Upwork 101 course. And that course is a lot, sort of like, like this email, right? You know, you might not be writing emails out to people right now, but there's still a ton of marketing lessons that you can learn by going through these emails and understanding how they work and how people think and so forth. The Upwork course is, is very similar to that. You may or may not be interested in freelancing on Upwork. Now, if you are, the course is going to teach you all of that. I believe will help you make, make you much more successful on Upwork than you would be if you didn't take it. Teach you things that you might not ever learn if you, you know, if you didn't take it. All of that. But more importantly than that, I try to really embed the deeper marketing and business lessons into it that can be applied anywhere, no matter what you do with it. And so there's a ton of, uh, of that in there. And where it really comes from is, you know, I was, when I was, was around 20 years old, up to that point in my life, I had only ever worked construction. I was a jock growing up. I never really done anything like sales. And I ended up applying for this job at a shoe store because my girlfriend at the time was working there and said I should. So I did. I ended up applying for this job there and learning, you know, having a manager who was really good about about teaching how to market and how to sell. And this was sort of face-to-face, -face, direct, kind of hardcore commission-based selling. And, and so I sort of got thrown into the, the deep end when it comes to marketing. And you know, after, it was probably within a, a, a year or so, I got promoted. I decided to work full-time, got promoted to assistant manager. In less than a year, I got pro promoted to manage a store. It was an 18-month training program. I went through it in about nine months. Got promoted to manage my own store. Took over that store, turned around a store that was losing about $100,000 a year and changed it to now gaining about gaining about $100,000 a year became one of the top selling managers in the chain, uh, broke the previous uh, store record, the highest sales week ever at that that particular store. Just went from knowing nothing about sales to having a ton of success at sales. And really it was because I had a manager who taught me how to do it. And what I learned was that sales is a process. It's not some magical, mystical thing. It's not Oh, just being naturally gifted at talking or, you know, being related. It, some people sort of naturally, the, the way they communicate fall into some of these processes. But even the most sort of natural salesperson I ever met, his name was CJ. He worked at that same store with me. This is the guy that you would just meet and was like, you should be a salesperson. Like even he had to learn the processes and and struggled when he didn't follow those processes. And so, again, I learned that it was a process and learned some of these foundational principles and skills for, for selling things. And so, again, once you learn that process, once you understand it, then you can sort of, uh, you can use it and apply it wherever you go. And so, again, that's sort of what I've really embedded inside of this Upwork 101 course in the context of Upwork for sure. But there's a ton of just 
you know, business and marketing advice and training that's in there. You know, module three in particular, I think it's lesson eight where we talk about rapport building. I really go heavily into this and it's about a 30 minute video where I go through all of this and, and talk about some of that process and, and what to do in order to build rapport. So again, if you're interested in that course, you can go to upwork101.com. Uh, to learn more about it, uh, get the links to get it on Skillshare. You can start the two-month trial on Skillshare uh, and get access to the course for free as well. Again, all that's over at upwork101.com. But whatever you do, I really want to encourage you to embrace this idea of marketing. I think it's the single biggest advantage that you could, t- uh, or single single biggest opportunity that you could take advantage of right now in our industry because so few developers are doing it and it's hard, if not impossible right now to compete purely on skill alone. So take that to heart. Hopefully that's something that you'll, you'll think about and embrace uh, as you go forward in your career. All right. That'll do it for this episode. If you liked the episode, appreciate if you would share it with someone, you know, who, who uh, you think could benefit from hearing for this. Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to subscribe. You can go to johnmorrisshow.com to get all the subscription links and all of that. Uh, iTunes, Android, and so forth. And finally, I'd appreciate if you'd rate and review the podcast over on iTunes. Just go to johnmorrisshow.com, click on the start here link at the top, and that'll walk you through leaving your review. And then I'll give you access to module one of my PHP 101 course for free for doing that. Again, the link is johnmorrisshow.com. Just click on the start here link at the top. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.